when we don't have the scientific proof that says, and we're telling people false information at the very beginning, saying it's 99% effective when that was not true. You guys also have to remember that science is always evolving. This is a whole new thing. Yes, you can say it's 99, but science is always going to be evolving. It's never going to be right or wrong in the beginning because always new data and new research is coming up. Bees. Hello. Hey there, ladies. <laughs> Hi. Uh, how are you guys feeling on a few more days before the week is over? Oh, we're getting close. Closer and closer to our one day weekend. <laughs> My favorite Yay! day of the week. Exciting. <laughs> so let me see. We had our little fun episode the other day about our red flags. Now we're going to bring it back to something... That I know we've talked about before, and we have different opinions on it. But it's pretty much, how do you guys feel about the COVID-19 vaccine? What are your thoughts on it? Your views on how, it, if it should be mandated, everything. So this is going to be a go? fun one, because I feel like we all have different opinions on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see. You know, I feel <laughs> like I've been pretty Switzerland from some of these topics, and now Savannah... Maybe Switzerland. Uh, I might be swapping spaces. I wouldn't call myself Switzerland. I'll (laughs) say opinionated and uninformed. There. (laughs) (laughs) Story of my life. (laughs) I have a little information here, but we'll see how it goes. So let's get it started. Uh, Are we for or against the COVID shot? Espy. I am for it. 100%. You are for the COVID shot. Mm -hmm. I am against it for myself, but for it for anybody that wants it, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I will say I'm neither for or against it. I don't think anybody should be pre-pressured or mandated into getting it. So I think if people want to get it, absolutely. I am all for that. If people don't want to get it, I'm back them 100% as well. Jenna, that sounded a little Switzerland to me. (laughs) Well... I am yes and no. To me, it just depends on your profession. If you work in the healthcare field, then it absolutely should be mandated. Because if they didn't have a problem with having the flu vaccine, which is required every single year, then they shouldn't have a problem with taking the COVID-19 vaccine. You know, no I'm, different, no less. My mom doesn't have to get the flu shot. and She works in the hospital. Yeah, well, you know, that's her hospital. But if a, your job is requiring for you to have it, then you're going to take it. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like it, then go work somewhere else. You know, like how I feel flu vaccine and then the COVID shot are different is because I feel like the flu vaccine has been around for a long time. And I feel like the COVID shot was put out so fast. I mean, within a year, it was rushed, year, right? And so that's kind of where I feel like it's different from the flu shot. The the COVID vaccine was I actually honestly I'm going to stop calling it a vaccine because it's not a it's not a vaccine it's a COVID shot it was rushed and then it was mandated and people were told and bullied into getting it without any proof or scientific backing that says this is going to be helpful and that is where you guys are incorrect because you know there's two previous infections that we've had SARS that have the same issues, respiratory issues, and they've been studied since 2003, 2019, 2012. Sorry, 2003 and 2012. So COVID-19, it's nothing new. It's 
a respiratory issue, and there's already years of science back into backing into it. They just pretty much use the mRNA, which is a new way of developing vaccines that has already been studied. COVID-19 is nothing new. A respiratory issue is nothing new. It's just people are hearing, why was it so rushed? There's already been years of data behind this vaccine. It's not like it came out of nowhere. But the strand is completely different. I mean, it has a very similar makeup as the flu, but it's different. I mean, they're updating the flu shot yearly, and they've had that for years. This COVID vaccine, I mean, COVID was a completely different type of virus than anything that we've seen. But still similar to SARS, which happened in 2002, and they've been developing and using that for years to create this. And you guys also got to think about this. Everybody in the world was working on the COVID vaccine. It's not like every single scientist and pharmaceutical person and doctor was focusing on this one thing to make a vaccine that works for it. And the studies that have shown that have come out of it have had such a positive impact in people. So I, this is why it's nothing new. It's just gotten improved. Coming back to like having it mandated, Mm -hmm. you know, the shot, and they'll tell you, you can read this anywhere, that the shot doesn't keep you from getting COVID and it also doesn't keep you from spreading it. And so I feel like mandating it, why would you mandate something that doesn't keep you from getting it and also isn't going to keep you from spreading it? If you work in a hospital, if if the vaccine is going to keep you from getting it or keep you from spreading it, then I can maybe see that. But if it doesn't do either, then what's the point of the mandation? Well, the CDC director said directly that getting the vaccine is not going to stop you from getting COVID. It's not going to stop you from spreading the virus. It will potentially minimize your risk of hospitalization. Which is the same thing with every single vaccine. You can have every vaccine. Doesn't mean you might not die from it. It's just make those symptoms less severe. And you know, how many deaths have they prevented since they came out with the COVID vaccine? They don't know. Over 18 million. They don't They don't know that for sure. When you That's go guessing. against a science journal and all the data they've compiled and everything, yes, you have to use statistics and data to back up information. And that's what journals are for. Well, so, but what, what about the boosters then? So if you got the original shot, mm-hmm. it would protect you from maybe it not being as bad. But if you don't get the booster, then you're not protected from the strains now. So your initial shot isn't protecting you from the COVID-19 that's got the strain that's around now. So the problem with the COVID virus, what was so freaked out about it is that unfortunately, it just got stronger and stronger too quickly. That was the issue. The second they came out with the first vaccine, a new strain had already developed and resisted that one. That's what boosters were invented to help stop that new spread or lessen the effects. So that's you got your first booster, then Delta came in, and then you're adding another one. It's just to help weaken it. Because I know people are going to say, well, you know, more people that are vaccinated are dying from the COVID vaccine than unvaccinated people because over where 79% of the population is vaccinated. So you're still going to die from you're taking numbers from a bigger group of people and saying it needs to be per per capita. So I wonder what the per capita numbers Mm -hmm. would be the percentage of unvaccinated people per capita versus 
the percentage of people dying. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that, but I did read um, <laughs> <laughs> one of the few things, uh, statistics I have. Um, the Cleveland Clinic released a peer-reviewed study in April that mm-hmm. of this year, from what I could tell, um, that showed the risk of getting COVID uh, varied by the number of vaccines a person had received. So their study found that the more doses received, the higher the risk of contracting COVID-19. And that's what they found from that study. So I don't know how effective is it in this study. Yeah. It's showing you're more likely to get it. Well, when it first came out, they were saying it's 99.9% effective. And then it's very quickly went down to 98% and then 96%. And then, oh, all of a sudden we're at 88%. And now it's at like 60% effectiveness. And it's like, wow. <laughs> Why were you pushing this on people and saying they're going to die and they're part of the problem if they don't get it at the very beginning when we don't have the scientific proof that says and we're telling people false information at the very beginning saying it's 99% effective when that was not true. You guys also have to remember that science is always evolving. This is a whole new thing. Yes, you can say it's 99, but science is always going to be evolving. It's never going to be right or wrong in the beginning because always new data and new research is coming up. And that's how science works. Absolutely. I agree with that. And that's why you shouldn't scare people into getting it. That's why people shouldn't be bullied or threatened to lose their job or not be able to travel or go out to eat or go visit their family and have family dinner. But those are the consequences of your actions. If you don't want to get the COVID-19 vaccine, then guess what? You don't get to travel to a country. But that's the government telling you what to do with your body. You don't want the government to tell you what to do with your body. Yeah, but it's if that's they don't have to take it. If you don't want to take the vaccine, then you don't get to travel. They're not saying those are the consequences of your actions, just like we have speed limits. We have speed limits because it's to put people at safety. What happens if you break those speed limits and you kill somebody? You have to suffer the consequences. It's the same thing. But that's the law. Getting a vaccine is not against the law. How does, okay, so by you not being able to travel by getting the vaccine, how does that affect your life, daily life? Well, they're telling me what I can and can't do. That's not fair another They're country is telling restricted. you what to do. It's not your government telling you that. It's another country telling you, I don't want you in my country because you don't want to follow my rules. Personally, I mean, that's fine. I wouldn't go to that country. <laughs> if I couldn't travel, the, it would mess with my mental state, <laughs> in my opinion. But there is one thing that I wanted to say as far as the death rate go. Mm-hmm. I was watching the Joe Ro- I was, well, watching, yeah, on YouTube. I was watching mm-hmm. part of the Joe Rogan Experience podcast thing. They were watching a clip where they said that they did a study and or they were looking at the statistics and out of the 600,000 COVID deaths whenever they did this Mm -hmm. that was the number only five percent were caused by COVID alone the other 95 percent they had listed other reasons with the COVID as far as what caused the death Mm -hmm. I think with the COVID pandemic and the COVID shot, the government was just trying to take control over our bodies. There was absolutely, is COVID real? 100%. Did it kill people? Absolutely. But why were we up in arms and telling people that they couldn't go take a walk in their local park over a virus that killed less people than the flu? If people aren't required to get the flu shot, like they were required to go get the COVID shot, that's ridiculous to me. It's just all about control. It's interesting that you guys are saying this, it's control, it's the government. But when we go back two years, because this isn't the first pandemic that's happened, you know, we've had the Spanish flu, we've had so many issues. And what happens when you expose people to that thing? People die. 
So if we're a more advanced species and we've seen what history has, you know, the Black Plague, what happens? People were spreading it. They didn't know the information about it. And you spread it by contact. So if now we have the information by not being around people, we can lessen the effects of this virus. And we have the technology and the science to give something that's going to stop that. That's what's helping us. But people are so used to watching TikTok and videos and having misconceptions. And instead of listening to, you don't want to listen to the government, that's totally fine. But if you don't want to listen to medical professionals, to scientists who spend their whole lives researching these viruses, and that's where I have the problem. I did listen to medical professionals and scientists who were saying don't get it because there's not enough testing on this. It was rushed. I will say on like spreading the virus, they say at least half, probably more of the population that tested positive are asymptomatic or were asymptomatic, Mm -hmm. tested positive. And they said how likely you are to spread it depends on your symptoms. And it's a very low chance if you're asymptomatic that you're going to spread it at all. So there's that too. And I will say back to your point about like the previous pandemics, absolutely do I, they were there, there, but the thing is, is those were actual vaccines. COVID vaccine is not an actual vaccine. We actually, during the pandemic, changed, the CDC changed the meaning of vaccine. I have it right here. Uh, Congressman Thomas Macy exposed this. Vaccines used, used to use dead organisms of the virus to provide people protection. And now the vaccine just has to provide some type of protection against the virus. It doesn't say a percentage. They don't have to list a percentage mm-hmm. of how much it protects you. It could be 5% that it protects you. But it's not using the dead organisms of the virus. So during the pandemic, we completely changed the meaning of the word vaccine. So the vaccines back then, absolutely, they probably were vaccines. This is not a vaccine. This is just a shot that people were required to get or they couldn't leave their house. It's interesting because I have gotten the Moderna. This is the only one I got. I got Moderna the whole time. And Moderna did their own study. And they they did a trial with 30,000 people. to, And they also did a placebo effect with people that did not get the vaccine to see how many of those 30,000 people contracted or died from COVID. It was about, let me see, 11 people who received two doses after being infected were the ones that got affected versus the uncontrolled group. 185 of them ended up developing COVID and dying from their causes. You can't stay here and you can state your mind and be upset about this, but the research backs up that COVID vaccine did help people, did prevent this. There's no ifs and buts about it. All I heard was a company (laughs) paid to have their own product tested, and that's the results that they came out with. So like, th- that's saying that like every company, that's saying like every single test in the world is skewed. You know, they're not the only well, ones that's that why you trials. have third party people test it. But there's so many third parties that have tested that vaccine that have tested the studies and seen the deaths that have been prevented, not prevented. At for, OK, so for me, what it is at the end of the day, I don't trust a single word that our medical medical care system says. I know my body more than any other doctor knows my body. I 100 percent fully agree with, with that. I'm not going to listen to a health professional that says who is getting incentives for giving me this vaccine or for the shot to tell me to get it. I'm a young, healthy female. There's absolutely no reason for me to have it. There's no reason why I can't travel without being vaccinated. There's no reason why I can't go see my mom while I'm unvaccinated. I just, I, at the end of the day, to me, for me, I don't trust a single word that our healthcare professionals say. I don't, I don't trust a single word our government Wait, officials say. Wait, so you say. don't trust your healthcare system? 
no valid okay so what about the other countries that have an amazing health system and have said the same thing i think honestly this was just such a gimmick i obviously covid is real i know people die from it and it's heartbreaking to me it's just such a scam the pharmaceutical companies got billions and billions of dollars from the whole pandemic oh absolutely anybody who worked in healthcare made a lot of money you know even medical professionals you're working long hours right. you're, you're getting hazard paid for everything you're getting exposed to but, but that happens action. in every single industry when something bad happens good or bad that industry is always going to benefit from it i think there was just a lot of a lot of scheming in the covid and it just it doesn't sit well with me. And the fact that we were telling people that they had to get this shot in order to live their lives, that's just like throws up red flags to me. The government's like, no, you can't go walk in your park. You can't plant a garden. You can't go to all these places. You can't go to your friend's house anymore until you and then until you get this shot. No, but this was they were saying that even before COVID came out. That as a safety precaution, it wasn't the, just the U.S. It was the whole world getting together and being, you know, you we've seen what happened. What happens in the past? Let's not repeat that. Let's isolate ourselves. Before the vaccine came out, people were still staying in their homes because that's a government mandated in every single country. And what didn't they do in the past when all those issues were happening? When influenza, people were congregating. That's how you spread it. We have to learn from the past. So you can't say the government wasn't letting us out of our house till we got the vaccine because we still weren't going anything out of our house before COVID was developed, the vaccine. <laughs> Is it my turn? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, you know, I don't want anybody to tell me that I have to take the vaccine. I feel like I'm a pretty healthy person. I mean, obviously not like <laughs> super healthy, but I feel like, you know, I don't have any health issues. I did. I had COVID twice. I'm here to tell you about it. You know, mm -hmm. I lived through it. I think it is important that we're able to make our own decisions because I knew that if I got it, that I would probably be fine because there was no reason for me to think otherwise. Now, an elderly person, somebody with autoimmune diseases, things like that, if they decided that they want to take the shot, then by all means, like absolutely take it. But what I don't understand is if you have the shot and I'm unvaccinated, why does it matter? Because if it's keeping you safe, then what does it matter if I'm unvaccinated? Because it's not just keeping you safe. Like you were saying, it's keeping the autoimmune people safe. It's keeping the elderly safe. It's keeping the children safe. But if they're vaccinated. But it's a community. It's a community process. And I agree because I am very pro your body, your choice. So at the same time, I agree. If you don't want to have the vaccine, that's your right. If, is it a little selfish? Okay, that's fine. But you still have to suffer the consequences of not getting that vaccine. And, you know, in my world, if somebody doesn't want to get the vaccine and then they end up developing COVID, I don't think they should be helped at the hospital because they refuse that help. Ooh, nope. Disagree strongly with that one. Well, so wait, so wait, wait, wait. So if someone get if does, someone doesn't get the, it doesn't get the shot, and they get sick, they can't, you don't believe they should go to I don't, the hospital. I don't think they should be prioritized over somebody who got the vaccine and got sick. It's not, okay, it's not a vaccine. Well, <laughs> to people, you it's not, but to me it is. Well, I'll break this back too, because people, I mean, it is true, people die of the flu all the time, mm -hmm. but they don't, a lot of people don't get the flu shot. Do you think the same thing as that as well? Like if they don't get the flu shot, should they not be prioritized at the hospital if they get the flu? Yes. I think if somebody you need 
in a perfect world, you need to treat the ones that have the same thing. How I feel if somebody that needed a liver transplant because of a medical condition, who do I want to give the liver transplant? Somebody that really needs it out of their control or somebody who was an alcoholic. I'm going to prioritize the person that tried to prevent that from happening first. Mm, no, that's like saying if you choose not to wear your seatbelt while you're driving and somebody hits you and you fly out of your car, then, oh, sorry, you chose not to wear your seatbelt. So we're not going to save your life. Well, I mean, that's exactly the same thing. Yeah, you're right. It is the same so thing. So if someone gets yeah. in an accident for not wearing their seatbelt, we are just not going to help them. No, we should help them. But at the end of the day, if something happens, that's on them. That's on nobody else. I will agree that if you get COVID and you didn't do something to prevent it or whatever, that's fine. We all make our own choices and we all have to live with those choices no matter what they are. But there are people that have side effects and have died potentially um, Mm -hmm. from the vaccine itself. There's lots of people that have died from the vaccine. And that's from every single vaccine in the world. Nothing is 100%. Everybody is always going to have an adverse reaction to anything, to any medications they take, to vaccines, to food they take. But so those same people that choose not to get it, then they shouldn't get medical help? Well, that's different, a different subject, because no doctor is going to say, if you are going to have an allergic reaction, take the vaccine. They're all going to say no. That's just common sense. No, my mom had Guillain-Barre when she was four years old and almost died, which is why she doesn't get the flu shot. Mm -hmm. And her doctor told her she absolutely had to get the COVID shot or she was going to lose her job. She risked her life to save her job because she could not not work. Mm -hmm. And she's been doing that profession for almost 30 years. She's not going to start a new job and find something else like like you had just said, like, oh, go find something else if you want to don't get your shot. She didn't have that option. So if she risked her life, she risked not being in my life anymore to keep yeah. her job. That's not fair and that's not okay. So where does it go back to a company making decisions that they want for their business? Yeah. At the end of the day, that's horrible for people. But if as a business owner, I'm saying this is what I want for my employees and they don't want to get it, what are the, they have to stay? No, because they are the ones that make the decisions for their company, nobody else. I, when it comes to their bodies... Like I said, they don't have to work there. Nobody's making anybody get a vaccine they don't want. Nobody is. I mean, they were pressured. What's she going to do? What are all these health professionals going to do? That this is this is what their careers are. They like helping people. Well, yeah, but they, they can work not them. to put this poison in their body. But yeah, they were okay with getting other vaccines. They were fine with if they're like you said. There's other health facilities that will allow people that don't have to get the COVID nineteen vaccine. There are consequences to every decision you make, whether we like them or not. And if that is a consequence of not wanting to get the vaccine, then that's what it is, whether we like it or not. Can I bring up a totally different, (laughs) I mean, it's still on the subject, but uh, on different lines than Mm -hmm. that. I'm sure neither one of you will be surprised (laughs) when I bring this up. So I did read where um, the Pfizer and Moderna both used fetal cell lines um, from an aborted baby in the early testing phases. That is untrue. It's true. And it's it also true. said the Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccine was produced by using fetal cells to grow the virus. Now, I'm not saying that you're injected with those because it did make it clear that those are not going into your body when you take the vaccine, but that they used them through the testing process and to grow them. Because I did confirm that on Michigan Michigan.gov website. With oh, you read that too? <laughs> I thought I would be the only one <laughs> coming in here with I aborted figured, baby cells. I figured you had that topic covered. Um, <laughs> so there, that was another, as far as I could tell, other 
um, vaccines and stuff are not produced this way that I mm-hmm. could that I could find. So there are some. I know hepatitis A is one. I know the rabies one is is another one. Okay, well, but not I, all. But not all. But mm-hmm. so I disagree. <laughs> I disagree with it from the start. Then because <laughs> you know how I feel about aborted baby sales. Mm-hmm. You know, science has. There's been a lot of bad things. Have for example, people that go and exhume cadavers. That's ethically wrong. Absolutely. But did they do it to use science? Yes. So sometimes we are not happy with the way things were done, but it has improved the lives of human beings. Now, from the Lancet, from the Medical <laughs> Journal, <laughs> no, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I've read that they did not use those cells. So it's... I saw it on Michigan.gov. Mm-hmm. Um I don't have it up anymore. But. I don't mind digging up a dead body. Well, I don't want to do it. But I don't want somebody else doing it for like science or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with that because, I mean, obviously, I believe the soul leaves the body yeah. and so goes I, to a better place. I so. actually do have it right here. Michigan.gov. Do COVID-19 vaccines contain fetal cells? It says the COVID-19 vaccines do not contain fetal cells. However, some COVID-19 vaccines use a historic fetal cell line in production and manufacturing. So right there is where it says Johnson and Johnson, Pfizer, Moderna. So that's okay. Well, I don't like I, that. <laughs> Surprise. I think what would have really helped a lot of people be probably a little less scared of the vaccine. And this is the thing. The second the and this is what I, when you a parent tells you to do this, you're going to do the opposite. So when you start telling people this has to be mandated, they're going to be scared. And people don't like statistics. They don't like numbers. They don't like the science. They want to hear the social impact. They want to hear how it affects you. And I think if science had been a little bit more human about what it really affects people, showing people stories of how COVID-19 is affecting the autoimmune people, you know, it could have had a different outcome. I think social media had a big impact on people putting misinformation, putting fear, not using, I'm never going to trust a person on a podcast to tell me what's right versus a medical professional versus a scientist. Maybe because I work in the medical professional, maybe because I have a lot of friends that are pharmaceutical rep- that are pharmacists, you know, that are nurses, that are doctors. I'm always going to trust them more than somebody who does not have a medical background. I was going to say I agree with the first part that you said. Um, if it wasn't so harshly mandated, I think more people would have been open to it. I think the fact that people's red flags went up is that businesses were giving incentives. I mean, Krispy Kreme was giving free donuts <laughs> to people who could bring in a vaccine passport mm-hmm. card. The government was saying you can't go to all these places. You can't go out to these restaurants. Restaurants were not accepting people. And it's just like that flew up so many red flags. I will say with with touching on social media, there was a lot of false information on both sides. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Mark Zuckerberg actually just recently came out in an interview saying right here, claimed recently that the scientific establishment asked his platform to censor posts about COVID-19 that ended up being debatable or true. Guess what? He owns the four most downloaded apps. Mm-hmm. He owns Meta. So that's Facebook, Facebook Messenger. He owns Instagram and then WhatsApp. Mm -hmm. So he came out and said that he was paid to censor information to their profit. So tell me why you go on Instagram or or Facebook and it says false information because it doesn't agree with their narrative. 
I do agree that as far as social media goes, that it did allow people to censor and pick and choose what they wanted people to know and what they didn't want to know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that is true. We yeah, should have been able to doctors, not get all of the information. I mean, there were doctors on social media saying, this, there. if you don't want to get the vaccine, that's fine. I agree. You should not get it because this drug works. This over-the-counter drug works. This works instead. Drugs that have been tested for years and years and years that are proven to beat and conquer COVID, and they were being blocked and banned and taken off the internet left and right because those drugs weren't as profitable by the top three. They even said even vitamin D deficiency caused yes. you to be much more likely to contract Absolutely. COVID. And what? who was telling us to get vitamin D? The people that were blocked on the internet. Not Fauci, <laughs> not Dude, Biden. Am I happy with the pharmaceutical companies? Absolutely not. You know, those are the ones that have insulin prices high, mm-hmm. you know, at crazy. But I am going to trust every single profession in the world is going to be divisive. But I am still going to go with the majority. And if majority of scientists and researchers are saying that this is what we have to do to help people out, I'm going to listen to them. Every profession, teachers are going to be on opposite ends. Lawyers are going to be on opposite ends. Not everybody's going to agree. But in my mind, I'm going with the most logical and with where the most data is. I think it's debatable to say the majority because the people that didn't agree with the leftist media were silenced. So it's hard to say it's the majority when when the people who didn't agree with the pharmaceutical companies and the billionaires that were profiting off of COVID are paying them to be silenced. And then they're being silenced and ripped apart and shredded to pieces in the media. I think the one thing that I did notice that we all agree on is, SB, Jenna, I think I heard you both say, it is your choice. It's your choice to take the vaccine or not. Whatever happens to you after that, that was your choice. If you took it, great. If you didn't, great. You know, it is what it is. They yeah. couldn't make us take it. So, <laughs> And I mean, no. I, I know it's something we've all talked about outside of this topic. Every action you take has consequences. And we might not like and we might not agree with it, but that's just how life is. I think medical is a different field, though. Not if you work in a healthcare profession. And it's the same thing. No. You're right. You might not agree with it. But at the end of the day, if my boss is saying you can't come in wearing this or you can't come in until you, especially in hospitals, you know, you can't work in there if you don't have the flu shot, if you don't have hep A and hep B, you can't work in there. Then, okay. I feel like the hospitals, especially during like the thick of it, were just completely filled with people who tested positive for COVID. Mm-hmm. And if the shot didn't prevent you from getting it, didn't keep you from spreading it, then I don't, it doesn't make sense to me to mandate and force the medical workers to take it. You're around all these people with COVID. You know that if you don't take it, then that's your choice. You make, maybe you get it. And the thing is, is if you saw, which I know we all did, if you saw the medical professionals working in the hospital, there was absolutely no way of contracting the virus. They had five masks on their face. They had goggles on. They had face shields on. They were covered head to toe in like, I don't know, I was going to say PPE. (laughs) Personal protective equipment. That's correct. Gowns and everything. Mm -hmm. Like my mom was for, she had to cover her hair. Like there was no exposure. And the thing we go back to is the COVID shot 
was did not keep you from getting it it did not keep you from spreading it if it kept you i'm i'll put it out there i guess i'm gonna say this if it if there was like proof that you were not going to contract covid or you could not spread covid after you got the shot sign me up i would get it probably I don't know. I don't but know if I would have or not, but... There's no proof. I mean, they, they say that. I mean, the, the CDC director said you can still spread it. You can still mm-hmm. contract it after you, get the, after you get the vaccine. It's only 58% effective. So why are we requiring, if you're still able to get it, if you're still able to spread it, why are we requiring health professionals to get it? Because it still lessens the effects of it. It still does. And I mean, I, I'm sure we all have family members that work in the medical field. I had friends that work in the busiest hospitals in Houston, you know, just telling me how overcrowded they are. One of my really good friends is a clinical pharmacist who kept tracking of the vaccine, who even when I didn't understand it, when everything was going on, explains the science behind it and how it is. And just her, how can I say this? just her tired of hearing people giving misinformation when they don't have a medical background talking about something they don't know anything. So when you're a somebody that's working the front lines and you're seeing all these people that are coming in and then they're not doing anything to prevent it, they're spreading misinformation, you know, it, it affects you. And I mean, I think if more people saw what the medical staff was dealing with, they would have more understanding and compassion as to why this vaccine was necessary. Yeah, and I, I to put uh, again. I keep going back to my mom because she's really the only person that I'm close with that works in the in the hospital. I mean, I have a, a friend that does too. Two friends. None of them wanted to get the shot. Mm-hmm. Absolutely none of them. And a lot of their coworkers were so close to quitting because they didn't want. They didn't agree with it. They didn't want to be mandated to get it. But what else are they going to do? They can't just quit. Mm-hmm. They can't just leave. Yeah, I agree. There's a lot of misinformation out there. People went nuts. But the healthcare professionals that I have talked to either have one quit their jobs or two refuse to get it and have found loopholes into not getting it. And because what about, there are loopholes. What about the other medical professionals who well, can get it? Who are Absolutely. getting it? Who see the benefits of it? You know, I think that's fine. My mom works with a few doctors that got it, and they still got COVID, and mm-hmm. they're still were hospitalized for it. Yeah. Like, you know what's crazy? The information, because we all did our own research, I kind of did, y'all did more than I did, I think that's clear, but the information that we were all able to find is a drop in the bucket compared to what, you know, all the information out there, Mm -hmm. and it's just not available to us, or it's like buried, we'll never find it. We're When you go to Google, you type it in, and it's just like, you're just getting like the top 20 hits or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's hard. Yeah, the thing that I just, again, I don't think it should have been mandated. I don't agree with it. I don't I don't trust our pharmaceutical company. I mean, Pfizer alone has had like the top 10 lawsuits, 2.3 billion, 1.5 billion, 1.2 billion, 945 million. Like these are all in like the recent years. Mm-hmm. And it's just like for, for poisoning people. And yet somehow not coincidental at all they're the number one well i took moderna because uh (laughs) my friend who's a pharmacist said moderna first she said uh pfizer second and she's like jj if there's nothing else available (laughs) she's like jj Uh is like i she's like the last well and that i could be wrong but didn't they pull 
the Johnson and Johnson one at some point off the shelves. I can't remember. I, I feel like I read that. I somewhere. think uh, they needed to do more testing on it because some people like were having adverse reactions. Yeah. yeah. To it. You guys, we could go on forever and ever <laughs> about this. I think so. Because I have a whole other page about how yeah. corrupt and how many people and how many billionaires got even richer. Fauci. Fauci doubled his net worth. Mm-hmm. That wasn't sketchy at all. But anyways, we, I, could, we could go on for no. a while. I think it's safe to say people where are we <laughs> no, where we stand. Yeah. <laughs> but we still love but each hey, other. At least yeah. we're able, we're entitled to our opinions. Exactly. And remember, actions have consequences, whether you like them or not. SB. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it's true. Well, the, you, the, your consequence could be you took the shot and died. Exactly. I mean, could be. Exactly. Absolutely. You might grow a third arm. That wouldn't be so bad. <laughs> <laughs> where would you want it to grow out of? <laughs> below my other arm <laughs> have one arm coming out of your back just Listen, to wipe your butt hey just scratch my somebody. back oh there just you scratch go. your back yeah no. i like it as long as i don't grow another you could tail. just hold extra snacks. another tail i tell it all well thanks for listening <laughs> okay bye ciao